are you being racist against Italians? We're all a bunch of mobsters. Is that it? I am Italian, bitch. Well, so am I. <laughs> so, boo ba da ba da be to you, motherfucker. Batman. <laughs> Welcome to the Geek Mosh Pit Podcast, episode 30. My name is Jason. And I'm Anthony. And uh, with us for the fourth time on the show is uh, film fanatic, Connor Sewer, Stefan Perez. Film scholar, I would like to remind everybody. I have a master's in film studies, so I would like to get that credit. So doctors. <clears throat> How did you get your master's? Who did you blow? <laughs> Well, I'll just... Is your last name Weinstein? (laughs) (laughs) Well, we don't like to talk about that. Yeah, of course. He was your friend, not mine. Hey, you know, I didn't... So you've moved on up since 2017. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I moved on up quite a bit. (laughs) (laughs) It's been a rough few weeks, Jason. (laughs) Uh, Ever since I sucked off that Weinstein guy. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. So guess what, guys? What? We're going to talk about Batman. Who? Some Batman. Batman, as in 1966, Adam West's Batman. Adam West's Batman. Yeah. Oh, oh, holy snickerdoodle. Everybody I'm knows gonna me. Come. Great. <laughs> okay. Well, I thought we were going to be talking about The Batman 2022. We're going to be talking about The Batman Oh, okay. 2022. Wait, you mean the TV show, The Batman? Oh, yeah. With uh, the, the Black animated Joker. one, right? Yeah. yeah, with Black Joker. With uh, Joker with uh, dreadlocks. Yeah, right? Joker yeah. with no shoes. No shoes, hippie, <laughs> hippie Joker. Yeah, yeah. Ugh. Actually, everybody, we are talking about the Batman. We are talking about the 2022 new film that just came out early uh, <laughs> this month. And uh, let's talk about that for a sec. So, Anthony. For a uh, second. We're just going to talk about it for a minute, and then we're just going <laughs> to for the next hour. <laughs> so, um, what did you think about the Batman? I liked it. All right, thanks everybody. No, it it was good. It was very good. I was, my expectations were met, exceeded, and underwhelmed all at once. Wow, those are all conflicting things. Yes, they are, and I'm I'm definitely have I have things to say about that. Well, we'll we'll get into that. Stefan, what about you? Why do I have to go next? Why don't you go next? Since you're you're the guest. Okay. We're going to go around the table right now. He should have went first then, eh? (laughs) I I always go first. I (laughs) eat first. I go first. I come first. All right. Well, I'm always number two. You slap first. So it's fine. (laughs) Um, I I very much liked this movie. I liked it so much, I I probably will see it a second time. Um, But, uh, yeah, I I have lots of thoughts about it, too. Only... I I mean this is not this has been like what been like the <laughs> fourth fifth like Batman movie that's co- like a, a like movie with Batman in it like in the last like ten years you or mean so? a, the actor like an actor who played Batman yeah or just like a, a movie with you Batman. Mean live action like live movie. action Batman okay. so like we've had quite a few Batmans um out like pretty recently and so like it doesn't really exist within a bubble. Like most people who are very ecstatic about seeing the Batman opening night have probably seen the other Batmans, and like it's kind of, it makes me think about all the Batmans all at once. And uh, I do have thoughts to say about it too. But overall, yeah, I I, I liked it um, a good amount, and I probably would have liked it more if those other Batman movies did not exist. Um, 
Hmm. Uh, for different reasons, and we can get into that. I'm not gonna lie, ladies and gentlemen, this this movie was fucking bullshit. Oh, just garbage. <gasps> wow. Now we're switching roles, Anthony. Oh, I hated this movie. <laughs> it's um, full of a bunch of bunch of bullshit. You know, uh, your movie you're, was you're, dog shit. You're growing a beard too. I know. I know. I'm starting, uh, dude. It's a transformation. Should it's I happening. cut my hair now? Do it. Should I cut my hair and become a simp? Yeah. <laughs> Just get some glasses, put them on, and I look like look like the Riddler. <laughs> You've been trying to audition for the last twenty years. <laughs> God, I, you know, I didn't even make this movie. Shit, man, I just got yeah, shafted. No. Um, I love this movie. So did Stefan. <laughs> I love this movie. It was great. Um, I'll get into it as well. But around the table, we all loved it. So yeah. This movie was very sh- cool. This movie was I clapped, shit. I clapped when he said, um, vengeance. I, I give it. I liked it a lot. I give it four stars out of five. Four stars out of five. You, you can find me eat. on Letterboxd, everybody. Hey, Svan Perez. I don't, know if it, I don't know what my name is on Letterboxd. Film enthusiast. <laughs> man of the California Golden State. Great man. Great man, Svan Perez. Yeah, well, <laughs> I definitely... Um, have I definitely have some gripes, but I will. I think we should start with what we liked first. Well, I gotta say the introduction to Robert Pattinson in the film, like right when he first showed up as Batman in in the movie, like where he just came out of the shadows and all he hears like footsteps when he's approaching that gang. It was really fucking like terrifying. But yeah, it was, it was creepy. Like it, it was, was like you almost thought like like the villain is coming. Yeah, and it's like like that scene too. It's like it's it's very visually very dark and it's in like a like a dingy subway stop and it's it's just it's it it feels kind of claustrophobic in a sense like i remember like thinking that when i got out of the theater like that scene just stuck in my head i was like god i was so claustrophobic and like cold and i just like i imagine like it just feels like most of the power went out like all the lights went out except for that one little spot and it just feels like just creepy and scary and 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 then like and then you just hear these footsteps you're like what is it what's coming oh god oh god it's a guy in a bat suit i don't know what to do and but it was just like oh like that's like really visually cool especially cuz he was saying before he's just like uh like people look into the shadows and they see me and like they're like they're they're afraid of the dark now cuz yeah. of me and then he just comes out of the dark and it's and it was it was very cool it's yeah. kind of like yeah. he was he has been working now as batman for 2 years i think mm-hmm. they said in the movie it was year 2 it was year, year two, two Batman. So um, basically, he's been like a myth. Everyone's been like, especially the criminals are just like, what is this Batman? You know, nobody knows who, who is he is. This Batman? Who's the Batman? Um, but yeah, no, everyone, everybody seemed to be really afraid of this thing, or at least, you know, like, I heard he can fly. Oh, well, <laughs> oh yeah, like the Batman begins. Is it true what they say about him? Can he really disappear? <laughs> I heard he can fly. Yeah, no, it, it had that feel to it. It had that... Um, you know, where it's like, oh, he's kind of a myth. He's, uh, you know, Penguin sees him later. He's like, hey, everything they say, you know, hey, fucking Zorro over here. <laughs> you know? uh, I would like to point out that Colin Farrell is the best performance in this entire movie. Yeah, God, it's, that makeup, it's man. A, Jesus Christ. Well, I heard good. that he actually took off the prosthetics to look like that. Because usually <laughs> he looks like that in general, but he puts on the prosthetics to be all pretty and stuff like that. He's just gained a bunch of weight. Yeah. He's, actually, he's actually a fat, creepy, disfigured man in, in, in real life. In real he, life, balding. And but they CGI him and put a bunch of makeup on him yeah. so he can look cute. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's how it usually goes. But, uh, yeah, I, I yeah I agree. Like, that introduction to him is is uh, really effective because, like, they they have, like, the, the voice over him talking about what he's done, been doing in the city, the view of him, and they really show you just everybody's reaction to 
just that he exists in this world. It sounded like Rorschach, to tell you the truth. Yeah, yeah, it was it was a lot of that vibe. Oh, yeah, it's like October twelfth. I'm like, Uh-oh, yeah, I know. Jackie Haley's coming. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, but like, uh, you you have like the people who are you know looking at the shadows and who are afraid, like that he could be there. And as the audience, we don't know if he's there or not. But we think that oh, if we're being shown a shadow. That is him. So even the 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 audience itself is being like being led to believe that. Batman is everywhere, sort of thing. So it was a very good uh, introduction, and then when he does finally like appear, like it's a, a very cool, almost scary sort of uh, introduction there. Um, yeah, he doesn't say anything. He just walks out of the shadows all calmly, and uh, he he doesn't do the the Batman Begins thing where someone gets pulled on a rope or something. Yeah. it's it's not fantastic. It's just he it's not walks too up. Fantastic. Yeah. yeah, he he walks up, and it's like, oh, that's kind of creepy. Who the hell are you supposed to be? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'm Edward. <laughs> yeah, he uh, he says I'm vengeance. He doesn't really say I'm Batman. He doesn't say I'm Batman in the whole movie. I was disappointed about that because in every movie, usually, uh, like in every like beginning film, where like when the new actor takes the mantle, it's just like, who are you? What are you supposed to be? And he's like, I'm Batman. Like, you know, Do Christian, you Bale, Christian Bale said it. Val Kilmer said it. I'm pretty sure Michael Keaton. Said George Clooney it. They all said it. it. Yeah, they, everyone says George Clooney's that. introduction Except, I don't think to ben it was horrible. Actually, did he? Does, ba- does Ben Affleck say it? In any of those does Ben Affleck say I'm fucking Batman? terrible movies that you love, Jason? I don't know. <laughs> I just said I like uh, Superman versus Batman or Batman versus Superman. What the fuck? That's it's called. the worst one. I don't know if he says you said. It. You thought Justice League was better than that? Absolutely. What? Which? Oh yeah, hey the guys. The Whedon guess, version. Hey guys, guess what? I saw Justice League Snyder cut, even though I didn't want to, and I liked it. We yeah, can go into that more maybe later. It's a yeah. It's it's pretty good. <laughs> it is. Judging from the episode we did on the, the Whedon version. Yeah. The Whedon cut. The Whedon cut. I haven't listened to that episode <clears throat> because the audio went to shit. I'm just I'm just afraid to go back and listen to it. Oh, yeah. Then, yeah. I just remember that. It's not that bad. Like, I, I skimmed it recently. I'm like, okay, it's not terrible. No, but it's I just, not that bad. So well, actually, you know what? Going back to uh, the movie, um, Robert Pattinson does, or Bruce Wayne, he does say the Batman. Well, he said, yes, he says the Batman, but he doesn't say I'm When Batman, he's actually right? in the suit. Yeah. 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 Yeah, it, it um, I mean that that was that was one of the things that just kind of irked me a little bit about it, just because there is like by this point, yes, we understand this is Batman, and like a lot of these kind of like grittier sort of realistic takes on superheroes and stuff, they don't want to say the name because it sounds goofy. But the thing is, we understand that this is Batman. We just we want he is Batman, and like he didn't call himself Batman. He started off with vengeance. I was thinking that he was gonna kind of there would be like an arc. Where by the end he would say like I am Batman. He's he's accepted the moniker as that that is what he is, instead of vengeance because vengeance is like a could be too constricting of what his message is, and he would have grown from that. But he doesn't really. And then there's this line in it where uh, uh, Catwoman, uh, she calls him vengeance, like that's his name. And I thought that was very weird because Penguin calls him Mister Vengeance too. I think <laughs> Mister Vengeance. Yeah, they 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 just call him <laughs> vengeance, and this isn't. This isn't a vengeance movie. I don't this mean to skip Batman forward movie. too much in the movie, but the the guys who pretended to be the Riddler, or the you know the gang, or whatever, they also said we're vengeance or yeah. something like yeah. that. Yeah. So they oh, all took we, that. I mean, we don't have to go in chronological order. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah no, yeah, it, that was interesting too. It, and and I honestly, I I think part of me is kind of thinking that maybe that's the theme of the villain, is they're trying to make Riddler seem like he wants revenge. I mean, I, I feel like he flat out says that at one point during the interrogation. He's just like... I think he's, he's like, sick of humanity or something like that. Society. And, yeah, we live in a society. Um, I did not like the character Riddler. <gasps> really? Because he's not the Riddler. I liked Paul... Well, okay. I, so- hang on. I liked Paul Dano as this character. And I think as, it's, as a different character, it works. 
But the Riddler is very, very egotistical and narcissistic in the comics and in the games and, and in some of the animated stuff. And in this, I didn't get that at all. There's one line where he's like, you're not as smart as I thought. It's like, that doesn't mean anything. Like, the, any villain could have said Well, that he had the riddles, anyone. but he was more of like, say, <clears throat> the Zodiac Killer in yeah. a way. Like with all his like twisted like puzzles he had and the hidden cryptic message, messages. Now, for you, Stefan, like, I'm assuming the Riddler is your favorite villain in all the Batman Yeah, villains, he is right? my favorite. Uh, my, my favorite. How many, why, times, why? how many times have you been Riddler for Halloween? I don't know, like five, six. What is it about probably. the Riddler, though, that... You know, well, is your favorite villain yeah, of the Batman kind of like Rose said, which is that he is he's like egotistical and he's got like a inflated uh, he's got an inflated ego and so it kind of like feeds into like his uh, his whole uh, crime stuff where he just can't help but to tease uh, like the police, Batman, to like let them know like here are some clues you will never be able to figure them out because I'm just so smart and I will I will intentionally leave clues uh, that will also be my downfall and that's kind of like. They go into that a little bit in the in the comic books, but like, uh, I just like that kind of character that is thinks that they're all that, but it turns out they're just like losers, uh, and like they're just kind of delusional. And he very much is, and he has you know, uh, he's very theatrical also. Um, I, I I like I like that character, but yeah, I didn't really think about that. Like he isn't he isn't Riddler. The Paul Dano's version is not Riddler. Like. I don't, yeah, I don't really get that sense that he feels that he is better than everybody. I just, I mean, it's a similar to thing to the Joker, like from Joaquin Phoenix's Joker. It's just society <laughs> is bad, and I am going to punish society, uh, and I am doing right. It's not like a, oh, I want to just prove to everybody of how much better I am than them. I didn't really get that uh, sense from him. Well, uh, compared to, like, Jim Carrey's Riddler, it's like night and day. I mean, you know, it's, it's, it's I different. mean, if you liked Jim Carrey's Riddler, which is more goofy, like the 1960s Batman, which uh-huh. I know you really love that that I show, um, Frank Gorshin, R.I.P. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I mean, to me, it was just like a dark version of the Riddler, even though that he never like wore question marks and all that weird shit. He did leave him on the walls and everything. He does like actually that. have a question mark. Yeah, he's got a question jacket. mark. Oh, he yeah. does. I didn't yeah, see that. On his jacket. Uh, Unabomber jacket. Yeah. <laughs> really? I didn't jacket. see that. Holy shit! He does, yeah. yeah, he's uh, he's he's much more like kind of like a Unabomber type of guy than like, than like, <clears throat> than like a Riddler. I mean, he just, I, I, you could have easily just made him not the Riddler and just made him just a serial killer, and it would have been the same. Like uh, there would have, I don't know, like the him being the Riddler, I don't feel really added much. I guess I I think it's a still a very good interesting character and like Paul Dano's performance is good and like but the whole Riddler aspect of it I don't think really enhanced much of it but I don't know I guess I'm just glad that people are still remember who the Riddler is <laughs> I guess uh, and I I had been saying for years that I want a Paul Dano Riddler and and I don't I, remember this really you don't remember this I don't I've been listen, saying, I, don't I, really, I don't listen to a lot of the times when you're speaking oh, okay <laughs> well I was thinking like yeah Paul Dano would be an amazing Riddler and like just seeing him like as that kind of character, I could definitely see it. I'm so glad to have seen it, but, but not the way you wanted. To but see yeah, it. it wasn't. It wasn't quite. Um, I don't know. It was. It was not. What well, not? It was still good. It was still okay. good. It was just yeah, like no, it wasn't quite. It's not really real. Yeah, and and it's funny because someone someone I I was talking to someone about Joker a long time ago. This is long before even the Joker movie came out, and they were like, "Oh, well, a lot of people thought that like um oh." Because I was talking about the Suicide Squad Joker and about how he didn't really feel like Joker for a lot of fucking reasons. 
And they're like, oh, well, you know, a lot of people said that about Heath Ledger Joker. I'm like, well, Heath Ledger still had the same personality that the Joker had, that Joker has, even though he's like, oh, I'm not the Joker. It's more like here and crazy and sinister. And it's like, it's the same thing. He's, he's kind of, he comes off as a loony bin and there's still, there's still debate in the Batman fanaverse whether or not the Joker is crazy or whether or not it's all just a big, uh, it's a ruse. Because he's like, a lot of his plans end up like, you know, he's like, you think you followed my plan, but I got you. And I have a contingency to my contingency. Oh, look, I dropped, I, I screwed up. Ha ha, whoops. And it turns out that was his plan the whole long, all along. And that's kind of how, it's the whole idea of like the Joker plan to be caught. It's like, you, you we thought that we had him, but we he, he one-upped us. And and although he looked different, although he talks different, and although he was a little, a little more anarchistic, he, at the end of the day, he still had everything that the Joker is, which is the... The clown prince of crime, the man with a plan, even though he pretends not to have one, and his ultimate obsession is Batman and getting Batman. He's like, I gotta get Batman to break and and kill people and me so I can prove a point. Mm-hmm. And so, like, yeah, it, basically where I'm going with it is that like Heath Ledger was Joker in 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 you know many it's ways, other than like just, a sick sadistic way. Yeah, he was the Joker in terms of like his core, like what like it's like what makes Batman Batman's like you know this was my problem with Ben Affleck is. It's like, you know, Ben Affleck's Batman killed people, and he was stupid. His Batman was dumb. According to uh, Stefan, if you remember the Justice League episode, you just called him a pussy. Yeah. <laughs> Justice League? Or was it Batman v Superman? No, it was uh, Justice no, League. No, it was Justice League. We weren't, we weren't around League. back then. Okay. We weren't born yet. We were conceived, but we weren't born <laughs> okay. in 2016. Yeah, yeah, I get it without the Joker, though. I mean, yeah. um, you can see, though, in this movie, the Riddler actually wanted to get caught. Yeah, which is that was like part of the plan. Yeah, right? and that's that's kind he had of, a plan. That's been in so many movies since the Dark Knight um, came out. It's that like oh like uh, the the villain plan to be caught. Like right, it's like you had that. You had you had um, Skyfall. You had uh, fucking Into Darkness, Star Trek Into Darkness. Oh yeah, yeah. There's so many movies now be, that it's like oh the villain plan to be caught, and it's a it's a switcheroo, and like that. And I feel I feel like the Dark Knight started that trend. Not to say that movies have never done that before, but I feel like the Dark Knight started that trend. Yeah, um, it was a big like, oh my god, there's another act of the movie. Yeah, uh, which is also what happens in this too, where there's like, oh, there's another act of the movie. This movie is a three act structure, but it's almost it's, it's to me it's honestly like three different movies, and it's three hours. Yeah, it's three it, acts. It, yeah. I would think it's four acts actually. What? I think it's a four act movie, honestly, because he gets caught. What, well, you know, maybe it's more like an opera and it's a five act. Oh, oh really? You yeah. think so? Yeah, I think it's uh, it's Don Giovanni shit. You know what I'm saying? Oh, okay. You ever seen opera? It's fun. Oprah? <laughs> I've heard of Oprah. I've heard she's got a lot of money. Yeah, she gives cars away. Yeah, <laughs> bitch never gave me one. I mean, though, um, I did like I did like Riddler. I think he was sort of sadistic, like you guys said. And you were talking about him being dark, and it kind of made me think of like the Saw movies. And yeah. what if Joker was that? I'm sorry. Uh, what if Riddler was that character who set up like traps and like ways for people mm-hmm. to get out of it? But you know, yeah, I remember when like he went, the Arkham games. Yeah, he's like that. Like yeah, saw type of stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Um, moving on to Robert Pattinson, though, were you guys a little skeptical when you first heard that he was gonna be Batman because of his you know Twilight background and all that shit? Um. I thought it was a weird choice because he doesn't do this type of stuff. Like he doesn't do like big movies. Um, he's intentionally gotten away from doing any sort of like franchise stuff after, um, uh, after twilight. 
And um, him and uh, Kristen Stewart, they kind of are kind of on the same page with that, where they both do indie stuff. And uh, he's been doing indie stuff. He did like The Lighthouse. He's done. Uh, Have you seen uh, Good, good time? Times? Yeah, Good he, Time was good. Yeah, Good uh, Time sucked. You didn't like that movie? No, I didn't at all. Oh, same, and it's the same problem I had with uh, Uncut Gems, where it was just like um, we're going through all this adventure, but ultimately the the hero might also be the villain, and he loses in the end. And, and the entire movie was for nothing. Hmm. Spoilers. How could you? <laughs> he did, uh, he well, did I, I didn't say what happens, but uh, it's he just did that like, one cause cause cosmopolitan. Uh, yeah, he's something in like a car. That. He's in a car or something. I don't know. I don't know. It, it's some indie movie, and I didn't. He he really wanted to do it, and like uh, he goes kind of method, and like he he doesn't like to do English roles where he plays like an Englishman. Uh, he says like he gets a lot of. Um, uh, uh, period pieces like Jane Austen type of stuff, and he doesn't want to be ca- typecasted. Doesn't want to be like a Hugh Grant. He wants to play weirdos. And like, actually, there was like a, a thing that I read where um, he heard about like Batman auditions, and he wanted to do it. And then he kind of took the initiative himself to start doing it. And his his uh, his agent was like, "Wait, you want to do this? Like, I thought you just want to play like place uh, play like weirdos or something." He's like, "Yeah, this guy is a weirdo." <laughs> <laughs> he's like, oh, "The guy dresses is like Batman." I mean, yeah. come on. So I was like, "Yeah, I guess." I, he's like, "All right, that makes sense." And then he he got it. Um, and uh, he had like a lot of apprehension with doing it, and he like he like oh I don't want to mess up or anything like that. Um, so he like apparently went onto a bunch of like Reddit forums about like uh, uh, about Batman, and like I don't know if he like went onto stuff reading about the reaction to him, like what they would hate or something. But uh, he did he want to do his research on it. But uh, I don't know. I thought whatever. Like we've had so many Batmans by now, like. I'm kind of at the point where you're like, just do something interesting with it, and I was I was fine with it. You know, I was I was less, um, I guess the word would be bothered by him being cast versus Ben Affleck, and specifically mm-hmm. because it's like Zack Snyder is generally known for casting no name actors, and and like when he's starting a franchise like 300, Watchmen, and then <clears throat> Man of Steel, it's like no one knew who the hell Henry Cavill was before that, and. So it's like when I heard Batman v Superman was coming out, and it's like, oh, um, Henry Cavill returns to Superman, and Ben Affleck, this motherfucker who's been in movies for 20 years, and everyone knows his name, and he's won Oscars and shit, and it's like, oh, that's quite, that's quite the name. Like I feel, I felt like that was gonna overshadow Henry Cavill, uh, which I don't think it did at, at, at the end of the day because the movie had a million other problems. But <laughs> it's uh, when I found out uh, Robert Pattinson was being cast, I was like, oh, like okay, like. It's like I know he's a good actor. I, I my thing was I, I had the same reaction his agent had. I'm like he's he wants to do a big budget film. Like I thought he was done with that. Like mm-hmm. I, I thought it's like oh that's all that's not art that's that's popcorn or whatever the hell Martin Scorsese said, you know. And and so I was just like huh like okay let's let's see what he does. And and then I you know you started hearing about like him having disagreements on set with Matt Reeves and how he wouldn't take steroids to get big and he didn't start working out soon enough and so. This was during COVID too. I think he yeah. came down with COVID mm. or something for that. Uh, well, they, oh, really? they they stopped filming because of everything, and then he was like, "Yeah, I don't, I don't, uh, I'm not gonna really work out when I'm supposed to." And they're like, "Okay, well, we need to get you on roids so you can like look the part." He's like, "No, I don't want to do it." And they're like, "Dude, you, you're like skinny, <laughs> dude. You're Batman. Like you're supposed to be Batman. Like you don't." let he's like, "No, I don't care. I'm not touching that shit." And they're like, oh, but you, "Okay." And so that's put, why, like, put him in a muscle suit, like yeah. Michael Keaton. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, they did that. Um, Stefan, you were telling me this that uh, in Watchmen, and and when we do that episode, we can cover this more. But like, uh, the comedian Je- uh, Jeffrey Dean Morgan wore a like latex muscle suit. 
Yeah, like you see his arms, his bare arms in the movie a lot, and his chest, and it was just a suit. I was like, what? What? Because <laughs> like I saw him in The Walking Dead, and I was like, wow, he's really he's really lean. He's a really lean dude. Yeah. He's got like the body type of like like Clint Eastwood, <laughs> like young Clint Eastwood. Yeah, you he's know that reminds lean. me of. <laughs> Of 300, when you told me that they spray-painted a lot of the abs on the oh, actors. Yeah. They, 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 what's, what's, what's called, what we call in theater, it's called muscle dusting, where it's like all those guys had to get like as buff as they could, and they went through like really intense regiments created by like this like ex-military guy. But like they wanted to accentuate uh, some of their physicality. So like, yeah, they did muscle dusting. And so, yeah, like a lot oh, of the six-packs were, if not – outright drawn on they were they were shadowed in they were shadowed in yeah. well i think there was a few scenes with robert pattinson without a shirt on from what yeah I and, and he just he didn't look that yeah bad. he didn't look impressive i mean he, he didn't yeah, look like he looks lean he doesn't look necessarily out of shape but it's like yeah i mean it's like when i think of batman i think of this hulking sculpture of a man you know and like <laughs> and then you see him and it's like oh it's well ben affleck was pretty fucking ripped and yeah. huge yeah which he was supposed to be for like uh dark knight returns like type of batman who's like yeah buff. In that kind yeah, of very way. bulky. But also, I kind of understand why he didn't uh, bulk up for it. Um, he gave, like, one of the reasons was because he just didn't like the sort of culture around, like, getting big to be a superhero sort of thing. Like, feeding into that. Which and, is stupid, in my opinion. I don't know. It's just, it's like, uh, it's, it's just, like... We shouldn't have to do that with our bodies. Motherfucker, you're playing a superhero, okay? <laughs> you're, you're Hugh Jackman to, come in and give you like his normal, workout regimen. Yeah, you want, a, you want a bitch? Go talk to Hugh Jackman who didn't fucking eat the poor motherfucker, and he did it. It's like, don't complain. It, I'm sorry. But it's it's like, I know I know it's very hard to look like that, and I know steroids are, like, risky to take. But it's I mean, there's also ways to just properly wean yourself off. But it's like, you're playing a superhero. Get buff. Or don't take your fucking shirt off at all. Because so that's that, the other thing. It's like, like it's he could have gotten away with just like not getting huge for the role, but it's like, but then he has a shirtless scene, and he just looks like he honestly kind of just like looks like a skinny emo boy. Well, <laughs> I think, and that is, that goes to my other point, which was that like I think that he didn't want to work out because the idea and the image that he wanted to have for the character, the idea for the character, was not to be that. Like he has said now that the biggest um, uh, inspirations for it was Kurt Cobain. Uh, Which they play like Nirvana a lot. So. Yeah, it was like Kurt Cobain and like who else? Um, Pause. Uh, what are you doing to me? I turned it off, man. <laughs> put, put, put it on vibrate. Put it on vibrate. Put it on silent. Actually, don't put it on vibrate. Don't vibrate me. Okay. <clears throat> um. So just start from he wanted to look like yeah. Kurt Cobain. So uh, the, yeah, the second point of why he didn't bulk up is because uh, the the idea, the image he wanted to have for the character was he was going for like a Kurt Cobain type of, of look and kind of like a kind of like an emo boy type Which of Which they actually play Nirvana a couple times yeah, in the they movie. Do. Which is kind of funny too, yeah. Yeah, so he wanted to be that type of character. So, And I think that this, this is the interesting part of what is new from The Batman, is the interpretation of Batman. is uh, He's emo incel man. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, so, uh, you know, this is coming from like, it feels like a different generation of like what Batman would be and like a lot of a lot of men young men now are just these kind of reclusive kind of dudes who are just kind of like by themselves and like not well adjusted and just kind of in their own little world which is what this Bruce Wayne is well I think that because this is like say the year one Batman even though he's been doing it for two years Mm. he's still molding himself he's still trying to figure out who he is and because you know having that like emo 
vengeance. I'm scarred. I want revenge kind of character that he is. He's going to, you know, basically kind of show that. Like I remember uh, when he was Bruce Wayne and walking around, you know, the church during the funeral scene, like he did just a lot of looking around and people were like, Oh, it's Bruce Wayne. And no one sees him really. Cause he's always like hiding. No in his one house. sees me. I'm unseen. No one pays attention to me. Yeah. They only care when I put on the suit. They only care when I put on the yeah. suit. Yeah, he's very pale. You know, yeah, very good. you can understand though, like where he's just walking around and he pretty much talks with his eyes. He doesn't say anything really. Like yeah, he's listening. He's he's that he only he's only there for work. He's, he's not that playboy like billionaire like who yeah. gets models and stuff, you know, or does that kind of shit like Batman or like say Christian Bale did in like. Well, Batman I mean, yeah, Begins. I mean, it's it's. It's what I was what I was expecting. I mean, I, I wasn't expecting, but I, I I would expect normally from a Batman movie. It's like, yeah, it's like you have you have who he really is, and then the front is the billionaire playboy. Like, oh, I'm drunk and I'm sleeping with like prostitutes. It's like it's like it, it kind of reminds me of uh, the scene in, in Joker where he's like laughing, but then as soon as he turns the corner, he stops. It's like, yeah, it's just a front. I'm only doing this to save face. I'm only doing this to to subvert people. Um, but yeah, in this, it's like, he's not even trying to do that, which is fine. It's like, he's not yet, he's still finding out who he is and what yeah, exactly. he believes in terms of, uh, how he sees the world. And he's still young too. Yeah. yeah. So, so I, I was, I was, I was kind of fine with it. Well, also like the, the more realistic take of it is like a person who would go out and do this type of thing would not be well adjusted and would probably not even care about their outwardly how they how they're seen by people yeah. like his alter ego of like bruce wayne doesn't even really exist like even while he's out like of costume and as bruce wayne he's still only there for the case he's only there for like for being batman yeah and that is very cool i thought like from a psychological type of perspective which is he's he's damaged and there really isn't a bruce wayne and he doesn't even try to pretend that there's a Bruce Wayne. There's just vengeance. Uh, yeah. And, and I feel uh, apparently they do want to make a trilogy. So we're probably going to get more of a development um, as the movies go on. He'll probably eventually cut his hair and start to look more like an adult. And and he'll he'll mellow out in a sense where he won't be so angry and angsty. But at the end of the day, he'll still be Batman. Hey, he didn't kill people. Thank God. He was against that. Thank God. Yeah. yeah. No uh, guns. What did you guys think of the gadgets though that he had? They were see what what I liked about this too, which you know, getting back to the year one idea, is that everything was very prototype. His cape, me fucking, he crashed. His little squirrel suit, yeah, like he yeah. crashed. Like it's like I didn't, I honestly like when I saw the movie, when I saw the trailer, it ha- it all happened so quick. I didn't know he was in like a squirrel outfit. I thought it was just him flying with the cape, and then you see him do it, and then like like those normal squirrel jumpers, whatever you call them, base jumpers, he deploys a parachute and then just fucking like crashes and it was great i was like wow it's like he, he totally blew it like he escaped but he almost died and it's like ah like we're gonna see like i bet in the next movie he's gonna have the cape ball over fine it's gonna look cool and and um but i liked that is like you know his his gadgets were a bit um antiquated as well and and the car was a hot rod not a tank yeah um which i liked though i liked that because it reminded me of the 60s batman it was like a muscle car yeah which is what the 60s batman was right it was like a like a it was something like yeah that. yeah i'm not a car expert sorry it was but a car it was a car it was a car of the time cool chicks love the car yeah <laughs> chicks take the car yeah was that the second movie Wait, that was, was batman forever batman forever okay it's the car right chicks, chicks love the, the car, car. <laughs> like the, the gadgets in it um I mean, the contact lenses were cool. The contact I mean, lenses things are cool. Like there that were certain, was neat. There were certain things in the movie that like uh, like the contact lenses thing, 
are cool and like they really help with the plot like they weren't just like cool gadgets yeah they didn't like light his eyes up or something yeah like there there was a but the thing is like some of the gadgets were more fantastical like that and uh some of them were more antiquated sort of prototype type of stuff and it made me think like gadgets wise compared to like the dark knight trilogy like it's, it's kind of the same like level of fantastical gadgets with like realistic type of stuff with it um um i guess i'll just say now is that, that the dark knight trilogy is tonally close to this to a point where it didn't really i couldn't really see this movie on its own exactly or appreciate it for what it's doing because it was kind of really close to the dark knight trilogy because we've we've been keep getting like dark realistic gritty batmans for the dark knight trilogy to like the Zack snyder batman and in this it's like all of them are dark gritty batman movies and i guess you can even say kind of like um the tim burton batman was supposed to be like a darker grittier adam west batman so they've all and i've, I've seen this um this said online from people like oh yeah they just keep getting grittier and more realistic and stuff like that and i kind of understand that it, it doesn't make the movie any less uh, uh, good, but it does kind of, like, take away my excitement a little bit, where I, d- I can't Why, really... Why, it's dark? No, it's just because... You feel like it's all on the same theme. Yeah, like, it's yeah. all similar enough where where it's, I don't know, where, or it's, like, it's not different enough for me to, like, really be like, wow, that was completely new. I would have to disagree on you, with really? you on that. Yeah, so, like, you know... I've, I've, I've thought this, like, for a long time. It's, it's like, Batman Begins, like, kind of captured Gotham, like, the kind of wet, grittiness of it. And then the second and third movie, it's just like, oh, it's, it's, it's New York or it's L.A., just with a different... It looked very clean. Yeah, it looked, or Chicago, yeah, wherever they filmed it. Like, it's, just, it's, like, it's like, yeah, like, it looked clean. And I, maybe that was the point of The Dark Knight, right? Because The Dark Knight opens after the Joker scene with this kind of, like, you know, Batman's been around for, like, a year, and, and criminals are running scared. And so it's, like, tonally, like, you know, visually, it's like, ah, everything's going to look brighter because Batman's been around. So, like, the city's healing. Mm. And then, like, Dark Knight Rises, you know, when the when, I think when you first see Gotham, it's, like, nighttime, and everything seems sad, and, and the city seems empty. Anyways, where I'm going with it is that, like, I felt like watching this, you f- you get what Gotham is, and like I mean, yeah, the we comics, kept talking about that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I've talked about this many times, and I said this in the last episode too. But it's like it's 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 wet, it's grimy, it's it's just it you know Neon it feels lights cold, everywhere. man. And it's just like like I feel like he he fucking Matt Reeves nailed it. He yeah. fucking nailed I it. I think he nailed it too. And, and as far as like 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 you know the grittiness, it's like yeah, I mean it's it's honestly this feels like the darkest one both visually and, and, and tonally, but it, it's like, it's also like a, it's its own animal because it's like, this is the first time we've seen, um, at least in a while, like a Batman who's like doing detective work. I mean, he's, this That's is a actually film, it. This it's a detective a film noir. It's a, it's a neo noir. It's a neo noir action comic book. Yeah. Movie. And it felt like, you know, I, I've been, I've watched the long Halloween cartoon like a million times since it came out. Cause it's really good. And I felt like that. I felt the fucking, that, that noir feel. And I've been, I listened to the soundtrack for this. And it's the same deal. You got pianos, you got some saxophones. And it's like, this is like, I just feel like the name's diamond space. The name's bat man, bat. My friends call me Batman. I'm the Dark Knight. You know, it's just like he's wearing a fedora and you hear Catwoman walks in like, oh, Batman. Well, if you've ever seen the animated series, it's like that. The animated series, Batman animated series, that was dark. Yeah. Everything looked and, dark. And, and, yeah, and it's know? a cartoon for God's sake. Mm. Yeah. It but, ha- well, this movie has that 90s feel to it. I, f- I feel like 90s nostalgia is going to come 
back now or not and come like, back but like we're done with start. the 80s let's bring I feel the like 90s. I, I feel like yeah. it's happening now um yeah well this this definitely has a much better atmosphere than like any of the other batman movies like have been like uh, you know dealing with what gotham city is like the actual like, gothic gotham you know, like it feels very old. It's it's a uh, it's a uh, you know has old people like uh, old families, old family names, legacies, and like uh, it's got some really good world building in it. Um, and it just the atmosphere is just so palpable. Matt Reeves does yeah. such a good job with it, and I think that's the best part of it is just the atmosphere. Like I, like a a Batman movie has never looked better since Joel Schumacher. I must say. <laughs> yeah, well, he did a really good job with, like, Cloverfield and the two apes movies, you know. and He did Cloverfield? Yeah, he did Cloverfield. Oh, oh yeah, he did. I think Abrams produced it or something like that, but right. he did He did Cloverfield. Yeah, no, but when I saw the ape movies, those were good. We covered one of them, like, yeah, we back did, in the well, Yeah, well, we, I remember we did the third one, and then we did a recap of the other two. Yeah, no, Matt Reeves is, is a very – he's a good director. I was skeptical about how this was going to go, and I feel like he nailed – Gotham, like the feel, yeah. he nailed it. So yeah, Bruce's so house, like the mansion, dude, it looked fucking dope inside. It looked like gargoyles would actually be inside yeah. that. It looked you know, weird. I too. guess that's one complaint of mine I had is I I, I feel like I, I didn't really get, but I I guess Stefan, you made, you already made a good point about this where it's I I feel like I didn't really get a good view of how Bruce Wayne lived or where he lived. But at the same time, so it's like you're saying he's a shut in. He lives in the dark. The point of this movie was not to say look how extravagant he lived. It's it's look how miserable he fucking is. Yeah. So. Yeah. No, I thought I thought the way uh, Wayne Manor looked was cool. I mean, because he, he approaches in the Batcave on his bike, and there's bats in there and everything like that. And Alfred, yeah, it's not even Alfred a fucking, comes down it's not an even elevator. A cave. It felt like a basement. <laughs> like, which, which I really liked that you know once again that you get that early like the pro this is a prototype Batman where it's like oh yeah we don't have a cave we have a basement. And a couple computers set up. It's like, you know, yeah. it's not going to the fucking the, the bat jet, uh, the bat wing isn't in there yet. You know, like <laughs> the, the, the the giant dinosaur and the big penny <laughs> and well, the Robin and suit. None of that stuff is in I there I thought, what did you guys think of Andy Serkis, though, as Alfred? This rendition of Alfred compared to the others. He, I mean, he was good. I, I feel like we didn't get a lot of him, though. I feel like we yeah. could yeah. have gotten more. Yeah, he was fine. He had a couple scenes and then he was in the hospital. He literally and... had two, three scenes in the whole movie. Yeah. and I And I feel like... So this is this kind of gets into my gripes. Like the movie's three hours long, but I feel like there was a lot more stuff they could have developed. I feel they could have shaved some time off the movie. No, yeah, me too. I don't think the movie should have been that long, but I I feel like it's like you had three hours. I think you should have focused a little less on plot twists and all that stuff, and, and you should have focused more on kind of like the relationship between Alfred and and, and Batman. I we got it right. Like the movie starts. It's like you know, it's like he doesn't. It seems like Batman doesn't care about anyone because he's too obsessed with wanting to beat up villains. Alfred gets blown up, and then by the end of it, he's like, I do care about you. And I had that fear, that fear I never thought I'd feel again. I got it, but it was all just explained in, like, five minutes. I didn't really get to, like, feel it, you know, mm. to, like, take the time with it. You know, it's like, it literally, yeah. it's, he literally just explains it to you. He goes, hey, I never thought I would feel for anyone again, but I do. All right. Well, I think the relationship, actually, in the movie, if I had to really think about it, was between Batman and Gordon. Yeah. Those two had a really good relationship yeah. in this movie. And Jeffrey and they worked together. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, every cop in, like, the fucking city is like, what is he here? What is he doing? Like, he's a vigilante. But, you know, 
Gordon is just like, back the fuck off. This is my boy. <laughs> yeah. Know? Who is that one uh, character who was like, he assaulting the police oh, officer. <laughs> when I was making fun of it. In the Dude, movie. that was so funny. <laughs> I remember like, like that actress talking in that scene where the, where the cops like have him, they're about to unmask him. And he's talking like, you just, we're all kind of thinking it. We're sitting there and then you, Jason, just like, <laughs> and then, like our whole group just starts fucking cracking up. It's not like he had like fucking throat it, cancer. He, he kind of sounded like a, like a weird, like a uh, Casey Affleck, didn't he? Oh, he kind of. <laughs> yeah, I thought yeah. like that's like a like mutated Casey Affleck. I don't know. God, and he kind of has like. You talking about this? <laughs> yeah. Oh, what my. are you talking about? <laughs> hey, yeah, yeah, no. The, I'm, I'm with Gordon. With Gordon, though, I think they did. They did a really good job. Yeah, no, Jeffrey Wright's a great. I think yeah, Jeffrey Wright captured it perfectly. He he he, you know, he had that kind of stoicism of Gordon and and you know that detective feel. I don't know. It's it's hard to fuck up Gordon, in my opinion, unless you're Commissioner Gordon from the Tim Burton ones. <laughs> I sleep in a janitor's closet. Like, yeah, he's, yeah. like he's, he's always like flustered and shit and running around. I remember like this one scene he's in his pajamas. Yeah. <laughs> well, Gary Oldman. I mean, he Gary was Oldman's really great. good too. Gary oh. Oldman's great. Like they, he kind of has like the same sort of uh, uh, feeling. Yeah. Yeah. No. It's. It's. Uh. I mean, we didn't get a lot of time with J.K. Simmons, unfortunately. Who I. Who I think is also. He's actually going to be in the back row movie. Oh yeah, oh, they're making it? that still. Yeah, and uh, Michael Keaton's, I think, Batman in that movie. It's a HBO Max what movie. The fuck I think is going what? on. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. This Wait. is news to me. Uh oh. Well, I thought like, he was going to be in the Flash movie well he's gonna be in the flash and he's gonna be in batgirl oh and batgirl it's too confusing i know anyways <laughs> death, to, death to the snyderverse Wait, who's, um who's batgirl oh, it, god i don't know some actress i have no idea I think, who it is I think, she's black. I think she's black though yeah in the movie um yeah no i i just I, you were talking about earlier the detective wait stuff. a minute how's she gonna be black if jk simmons is white is i don't think they're related black? probably why was the vulture in spider-man homecoming white and his daughter was black I don't know. <laughs> he stole her. <laughs> um, but yeah, you were saying earlier, it's a detective movie. And that's what I love about it. That's what Batman is. He's not just a crime fighter. He also solves stuff. And they did a little bit with it in The Dark Knight. A little bit, you know, with the whole bullet thing and all yeah, that stuff. Yeah, but that fucking scene made no sense. Like, yeah. I, I remember watching that. And, uh, and I was just kind of like, wait, what's he doing? Like, like, because he's trying to get the fingerprint. I know. But like, for some reason, he was like, he did that like test where the gun was like firing at like five different bricks. And I was yeah. like, what's the point of this? What's happening right now? Yeah, that and I know he was just trying to get the fingerprint, but why didn't he just get the brick, get the, and then scan the it with the machine out, yeah. instead of shooting the like that? That whole it was just kind of confusing and convoluted. I got the point of it, but his execution was weird. Yeah, and then you know, once again, it's very Joker. It didn't lead to anything. In fact, it led to like more escalation, which was, which, yeah, was like I said, Heath Ledger's Joker is at the end of the day the Joker from the comics. Just yeah. you know, he just presents himself differently, but his motivations are the same. Anyways, um. Yeah, no, it's it's this this movie was um, on one hand it kind of reminds me of uh, narratively speaking it reminds me of the Dark Knight Returns not 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 in terms of like the same storyline but it's like how it's like a three four act structure where it's like you have three or four different things like going on like right there's there's you know first it's uh, in the cartoon it's uh, it's we gotta we gotta get what's his name we gotta get a uh, Two Face then it's the mutants then it's Joker then it's Superman and it's like yeah. that four act and in this it's it's uh, it's Penguin. Uh, what Riddler? Like Riddler, and then Catwoman and then kind of okay, well, well, it's Penguin, Falcone, Riddler, oh, and Falcone, then the yeah. city blows up, and so it had that same thing, which is fine, but I didn't feel like this movie really did it well. 
Mm-hmm. What I liked about this uh, compared to the other Batman movies is that like it felt like well it feels like in general like a lot of uh, superhero movies can be there's been so many that you can kind of see where they're gonna go and this was so long and like it does feel like it was like a four act structure where like I didn't exactly know where it was gonna go and like uh, you know it was nice not knowing what was uh, what was gonna happen yeah I I. I feel like they, you said this the other day, Stefan, they executed the, the, the doomsday plot thing with the city being flooded. They executed it fine, but I don't think it was necessary. No. And I think if, if I had to, th- uh, to make an assumption, I would, I would bet that that was a producer thing. We got we to have a big disaster at the yeah. end. Yeah. Batman's got to yeah. save the city. They kind of did that in Dark Knight Rises with the whole bombs, too. Right. And I think that's like trying to be like the no man's land uh, uh Let's destroy comic, Gotham or something. Comic Con, it's, it's uh, like, it happened like in the early 2000s, I think, or late 90s, where there was like a big giant earthquake in Gotham and like everything was in chaos and only Batman and the remnants of the Gotham City police could like try to get any sort of order in the city. I was just thinking of something funny. Um, in the comic books, actually, there is like a miniseries. I think it's from like the 90s or late 80s where Swamp Thing took over oh, Gotham, yeah. but he turned it into like a jungle. <laughs> Something like that. Oh man. Yeah. Anyways. But, um, yeah. The, the third act, like it was, I think it was trying to go that way and it's kind of setting itself up for a sequel or in like a no man's land type of thing. But that whole like last act, I, I don't know. Like it felt like way bigger stakes than what everything else has been. Everything has been revolving around like, the politics of of Gotham and how like right when everybody gets revealed to be uh, like corrupt and bad people, then it would just uh, it would all fall apart and you know then the whole system would come crashing down. But then it seemed like oh that that's not good enough. There needs to be an actual like threat, like an actual like dangerous threat to happen in the city. And then it was a big flood, and then like he basically won. Um, like Riddler, he's like he, he was his, his plan completed but then like and then to have bombs i don't know it felt like a like a little bit too like un, well, unintelligent what, 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 like un, what did what did riddler want by blowing up the city was it like a venge it, it was it was to like wipe away the filth of the city or something like yeah, that literally drown it and, yeah. well that that's why he was killing all those like figures right because well he was see so this is the thing is like his plan was to like kill all the people uh, to sort of like put the city into chaos and like just be like, oh, all of like the top people in Gotham were all corrupt and they're all dead now. What are you going to do? And like that would be the whole like thing. But instead, I don't know, then why not just do the bombs by itself? I don't know. Like why not that just be the plan? Like why is why go through all the murders if you're just going to kill everybody anyway? Um, I don't really understand. And and why so and. And so why kill the mayor, like the, the, the black lady mayor, if she is, like, supposedly the only good person? And I was thinking that what was going to happen was is that, like, oh, so he wants to get rid of all the people that are bad. And maybe the person who put him up to it was, like, the, the new black lady mayor. Because even she is corrupt. Even this new face of Gotham Ooh, is, is corrupt, that too. Cool. You know, and, like, it would really have this dark ending of just, like, wow, there is nothing good in Gotham. And, like that this is like deserved like this whole drowning of Gotham but it turns out like there is a good man it would have been cool if, yeah if the riddler was actually bought and paid for by someone he wasn't yeah. like a lone wolf yeah that like he would cool he would have like been Falcone or something like yeah. that maybe well, it's you know? just like that that mayor because it would really drive home the point of just like everything is corrupt here and like to drown it 
you know, would have been like, uh, like it's comeuppance, like the city's comeuppance. And then Batman is like the only actual true, like think close to good in the city. And it would have really Gordon and Catwoman. Yeah. Him, Gordon and Catwoman and stuff like that. Like that would have, they would have been the only ones, um, to like restore order. And there would be like no leadership because they would all be corrupt and dead. Um, but like it kind of has point. it kind of has this thing of like no she's good and Batman's good and now Gordon's good but the city is now was punished uh, I don't know for for nothing well if I don't you know. think about it, at the end of the film um, when they were cleaning up the city like everyone was actually now looking at Batman as a hero and you can remember mm-hmm. that girl is on like a stretcher or something yeah. she's holding on to him she's like don't let me go don't let me go yeah. or something like that because they're looking at him as a symbol of hope now because he's just walking around and just like helping people and shit that's who Batman is you know so he's kind of leaning towards the hero part even though he's still a vigilante yeah I mean I, 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 I know okay no you know what I'll, I'll add to that I guess you can most of the movie it seems like people didn't trust him remember how he saves that guy in the beginning in the subway and the guy said please don't hurt me it's just like it's like although you saved him no one trusts you because you're vigilante and by the end of it um, he's considered a hero and people who are literally dying there are like you know that's a good point and it's, it's also they also kind of touched up on that when he's trying to save the mayor from drowning and then the kid you know it's, it's like hey people are starting to trust you there is that arc and I, that's a good point Jason yeah um, no, but Stefan, I get what you're saying where it's just like, it's, it's too much. It's it should have been darker. The ending should have been darker if they were going to do this, like this whole giant, like blowing up uh, the city kind of thing. And you know, maybe the flood it. should have happened in the middle of the movie. That would have been interesting. Well, Wait. I mean, think about it like this. They kind of did the same thing in a way with, uh, the dark Knight, where the Joker, you know, had the, the mm-hmm. boats and all that stuff. And, that was over. He got caught. And then it went straight to Gordon and Two-Face. Yeah. So that was kind of like the ending. Well, that was the – like both of those fights – I don't know if I brought this up in the trilogy episode, but like well, that was like the Battle of Gotham's soul. Because he says, I like, didn't think I'd risk the Battle of Gotham's soul in a fist fight with you. It's like, mm. it's not about me. He's like, this was just a caveat to that. He's like, the real battle is going to be to see what Two-Face does. And it's like, ah. Yeah. Like, like, no, that was that was cool. Um, I, I'm i agreeing with you, Stefan, that I, I think that – the bomb thing and the Riddler thing, like Rid- Riddler killing all the like the the, the rich white men, yeah. and uh, which we're gonna we're gonna get to that in a minute. Uh, and blowing up the city didn't really make a lot of sense because it's like it's you know it, it it's not Riddler for one and two it's just kind of like if you want to just flood the city why don't you just lead with that just just be like I'm like leave some clues to blowing up a city like kill kill a couple no names and then just like leave clues to blowing up a city, but instead it was like I'm gonna kill all these people who are corrupt. I'm going to get myself caught and then I'm going to blow up the city or, or yeah, drown no, the city. I don't, I don't, I don't, I didn't, I don't quite see the connection or like why it had that he Joker feel that. where it's like, I just want chaos. I want to watch everything burn, which that's not the Riddler. The Riddler doesn't want to do that. That's not his character. Yeah. I, it seemed a little bit too disconnected, but also like it just kind of that whole evil ending of just blowing up and flooding the city is is a much bigger thing and pale, you know, like everything else pales in comparison to that. So it just kind of makes like the whole mystery aspect seem a little insignificant, a little bit. I mean, it's still like, it's still a great ride of a movie where you're just trying to figure everything out and it's a great, you know, whodunit sort of thing. But I don't know, like the ending, it just totally, I feel like it's too, it was too big too big of a thing for like this sort of specifically small, for this film yeah. for this for this story which, which we of, said earlier was a murder mystery yeah it's a murder mystery and 
I don't know, to end with something like that, I feel like it's, it's too big. And also, it, like, it's a little bit too hopeful at the end. Like, for, I, I understand that it's, like, a superhero movie and it's, like, a blockbuster movie. Cause there's a lot of money on it, and you kind of want to have, like, a happy ending. But the thing is, for something like this, like, for the whole thing, like, the whole tone of it, it should have been darker. It should have had a much darker ending. And that is the thing. is I, I feel like there's no dark endings really anymore. And I think this was primed for that. And I think people would, 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 would be okay with that. And if people didn't like it, then... Well, people even have complaints right now about the ending. So there would have been complaints. So I, I think that they should have just went for a darker ending. Had the mayor be killed. And like maybe she was a symbol of hope. She, would have, she was actually good. And she was dead. And then it was just Batman. Or she was corrupt. And then there was just Batman. Or he doesn't get to save everybody, and he's he failed as Batman or something like that. Have it be and a little have bit that darker. little silver lining of hope at the very end. Just a silver yeah. lining of hope at the end. Um, so, like, you want it like a cliffhanger? Not possibly? like a cliff. Well, it is a cliffhanger right now because it's like, well, what's going to happen now? The whole city is is uh, is flooded. Like martial law, the, the, the yeah. National Guard are arriving. To yeah. Help and... So, like, there there is already is a cliffhanger, but like, it just should have been darker because mm-hmm. it was priming itself to be well darker. you know it's fun some people would say that uh the choosing to cast people of color in the movie instead of the white folk was a, a darker movie oh yes that's true <laughs> they were all very uh they were all very light-skinned though. yeah you know there's a debate online right now to determine whether or not this movie's woke really is it? There is, yeah <laughs> no but really what though, is not <laughs> yeah well i mean really i mean i if the if it is it's subtle other other than that it's really cringe I'm I'm gonna say this folks like you know regardless of your political beliefs I I thought the the line that Catwoman says was very out of place considering that the what rest line? of the movie oh um, I remember exactly all yeah. Gotham cares about are these uh, uh white privileged rich bad guys whatever so I'm paraphrasing but basically yeah, what these, she said these rich privileged white men yeah sort of thing which it's like we all know that that's a topic right now that everyone likes to talk about but it's it it's it didn't feel um it felt out of place in this film yeah because the rest of the movie doesn't talk like that yeah the rest of the movie doesn't doesn't have that we know of doesn't have that overtone some people say oh it does have that overtone because all the bad guys are white the only symbol of hope is a woman of color um the you know the there's there's not a single uh poc villain and commissioner gordon is played by the mayor you know and catwoman and 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 so it's the new mayor yeah yeah. uh... so it's it's if it is woke, if the movie is overall woke, it's very subtle, and and I don't want to say I'm fine with it, but it's it's it, it fooled me. I never I didn't pick it up, but it was that fucking line that like took me. I was kind of drunk when I saw it the first time, and it just it took me out of the movie for so, like forty five. So minutes. like everybody that I talked to, like that line kind of like surprised them, and yeah. like kind of took it out. Just like what? What? Well, you're kind of like, why did she have to say yeah. that? Well, it's kind of like, what like is what what does that mean? Like. Because that, that's not a theme within the film up until that point. And, like, I remember feeling like in the theater, like, hearing it in the theater, like, I heard, like, there was, like, a, oh, like. I, I was very loud. <laughs> I was, like, I heard One of my managers, like, yeah, I was just very vocally just, like, ah, come on. Like, it was just kind of like leave that what? shit out of the movie. Just well, it, it was just it was just weird. And, like, everybody just kind of, like, rolled their eyes and, like, groaned. Just, like, oh, God, like, it. It's got to be this, like, because it wasn't in the movie, but like, there was nothing that I could see up until that point that would. It didn't say really that. take me out of it. It was just like, uh, okay. What well, else? it's a, it's a weird line, but um, it was probably ad libbed. Maybe because Zoe Kravitz is is very much a BLM tool type like well, activist. So girl. so like I've I've talked to somebody who oh, I, I who's a very big fan of Zoe Kravitz, 
and has watched a lot of her interviews and some of like that. And he's like, I, I don't think that she would have come up with it herself. Uh, it could have been like, uh, it could have been her idea. It could have been Matt Reeves's idea. It could have been Robert Pattinson's idea. It could have been a producer's idea just at that day. But it probably was not in the script. It was probably ad libbed at the time. Just like, just, you know, list off things that you don't like or what would sound good in this moment and put that there. And maybe that was the case. And it's funny because she had a bit of a smirk when she said it. So I'm thinking like maybe maybe when she said the line, she's like, I don't know if this is going to work. I'm just going to say it and just yeah. see what happens. It, it could it could have been an, it could have been an alternate take and they put it in there. And I, I don't know uh, why exactly it would be in there, because like I said, nothing really like points to that being like a theme. But the more you think about it, like you said, you know, um, all the villains are. Uh, white and the characters who could save the city uh, besides Batman, but Batman has baggage and he's damaged and he has sort of... Um, is the incel the hero of the movie? You know, I think the incel is the, the hero. The, the rich, white, angry incel. Yeah, the incel <laughs> is the hero of the movie and also the villain of the movie. So it's it's like a, a difference between, you know, an Elliot Roger Riddler and like a Ryan Gosling drive Batman. <laughs> you know? It's like they're both incels, but who's the one that the, the women want? So. <laughs> anyway, but like uh, the more you kind of think about it, it's like, okay, so like the, the hope for Batman is, you know, the, uh, the, the black woman mayor candidate, you know, um, and uh, the uh, black uh, sergeant, lieutenant, uh, Gordon. Yeah, he's you know, a commissioner, yeah. And yeah, Zoe, he is, and I noticed that. And uh, Zoe Kravitz character, you know, uh, a person of color. I almost said Zoe Quinn for some reason. <laughs> no, Zoe Kravitz. Zoe Kravitz. <laughs> Sorry, that was a Gamergate reference. <laughs> Zoe Saldana. Yeah, uh, you know, uh, and uh, those are the heroes. And like Batman, who, you know, he has his own privilege. He has his own baggage. He thinks his daddy is... Uh, is flawless and he doesn't see his his dad's own corruption his own privilege and all that sort of stuff so you can kind of see that maybe that would be a message in the movie just based on the casting well you know it's funny because there's also the um, sins of the father thing which is very much kind of part of the postmodern narrative right where it's like you have to pay for the potential sins of your ancestors if you're white or a male oh, yeah. or something yeah and so a, like someone else talked about that they're like oh like perhaps like that's supposed to be kind of a like it's it's a maybe, but I don't know. I don't. I don't even think the movie's trying to convey that. I think it's just an idea. But it's it's yeah. Actually, it's that, that, that's a very interesting point because what you could do is be like, since the uh, the the sins of uh, of uh, Bruce Wayne's white ancestors, uh, right. you know, uh, on the land, and the same with thing with the Arkham's, like these privileged families. Yeah. Um, they. Uh, yeah, like they're they're partially to blame. Yeah, which and which by the way, I, is Batman related to the Arkham's in the comics? I don't know because I, I love really, that twist. I, I like that. Yeah, it's like that he, he has cool. order and chaos within his blood. It, yes. it was very like thematically, it was amazing. The they the dwell, I loved it. They dwell into the history of the Arkham. They dwell in the into it. They de- dive into it. <laughs> they dive. Okay. Well, they dwell, dive. Uh, dwell, they dwell. They 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 dwell in the delving of the dwell. They elfing. I'm 12 years old. <laughs> <laughs> no, they, they get more deep into um, the history of the Arkham's and the and the games. You know? Yeah, I remember specifically in Arkham Asylum. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, there's like there was like those lost like uh, fucking stone scrolls. Yeah, or they tell you more about. I don't yeah. think he's related to him though. I don't think. Well, I is. love that in the movie. That's pretty cool. But it's yeah, I like fucking that. sick in the movie, and like it's like oh like like mental uh, kind of that chaotic uh, kind of craziness runs in your family, which is cool because if he 
if we have a Joker in the next film, that might come back. Maybe. You know, all of us master Wayne are a bit unhinged, you know. You're, not long ago, your mother. Like, I don't know. I feel like it'll come up or something. It's, it's uh, kind of cool. Just just to end the, the, yeah, the, the topic with, it, uh, the, with that line is that if that line wasn't in there, I probably wouldn't have thought about any of these things, like with the casting or the sort of like sins of the father type of thing or any sort of racial element. Um, and another uh, thing that I was going to say is what it could kind of open it up to is that our, is corruption uh, racial? Like that was just one of the things that I, I was kind of, I don't know, I thought. Just like, is that what it's kind of saying? Just like, uh, are, are whites inherently corrupt? Was that? Well, that? I know I know a few people who would have an answer to that. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, and and so and that's kind of the thing. It's it's like you know, it wasn't needed. Yeah, the it wasn't line, needed. The line was not needed. It was unnecessary. It was very politically charged, and this movie did not need that. Um, no but matter it, no matter what side of the aisle you lean towards, I think we I think most of us could agree that we we wanted a movie that didn't have a political agenda to it. Um, Especially something like Batman, um, but that sure is an interesting tangent of of thoughts. Yeah. And but the thing is that, that the thoughts that I uh, that I had just like going off of that one line wouldn't have been there without that line. Exactly. But since that is there, that makes that leaves it up to my mind thinking: is that potentially a meaning at all? And well, we don't know. I hope not. Um, well, we don't know. Yeah. I mean, either way, I mean, I mean, it's it's that's the thing. Doesn't and, ruin the movie. Yeah, it, it's, and it's it's up for interpretation at the end of the day. The movie doesn't end with white people are bad, and then the the mayor does the snap. It's nothing like that, you know. It's nothing so cringe, but it's uh, it's definitely you can interpret it that way, or you cannot, and still enjoy the film. And um, that is what art should be. Damn it, you can interpret it multiple ways. It's there's no message trying to be fucking drilled into your head. Uh, and that is the point of art, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, uh, real quick, just to, just to kind of uh, add to the to the to, to tail end of the political discussion, I remember when when they announced, you know, uh, Jeffrey Wright as Gordon and, and Zoe Kravitz, not Quinn, as um, I keep wanting to say that um, as Catwoman. I, you know, in today's world, when 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 there's that racial swap thing, usually it's a political reason. However, you know, when you saw the trailer. It didn't really have that vibe. Also, I love Jeffrey Wright as an actor. You know, he's great in Boardwalk Empire, Westworld, uh, you know, the James Bond movies. Um, Zoe Kravitz, I've only seen her in a few things. She's fine. She's a good actress. Um, What's going to say? What did you think of her Catwoman? So, okay. So, I wanted to, I wanted to touch upon that. Very sensual. Yeah, very sexy and sensual. Um, I had a discussion with someone last night who didn't think that Catwoman, the character, needed to be in the film. That the whole movie could have uh, happened without her. Well, I, I can say the same for Anne Hathaway. I mean, I didn't understand why she was in Dark Knight Rises, to be quite honest. I mean, I think, though... You just... We just... I, guys, we're, we're incels, and we don't like women in movies. <laughs> no, I... I <laughs> well, that goes so, so we've had many different portrayals of Catwoman. Um, we've had Michelle Pfeiffer. Michelle Pfeiffer had, was my favorite. Yeah, actually, to tell you the truth, mm, that hair Michelle hair Pfeiffer too. is the best Catwoman I've seen on screen yeah. so far. Fuck Halle Berry. <laughs> Hey, how hey, dare you? Hey, no one, you know, it's funny. That's the other thing. No one cared about what color Holly Berry was because at the end of the day, she's Holly Berry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't care if she was green. I'd still get off. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Anne Hathaway's, eh, and then uh, we have uh, Zoe Kravitz, and I think she did a pretty good job. Well, it's funny. She because, had the look, though, Yeah, you know, she, like she looks Kyle. just like uh, Catwoman in year one. Catwoman yeah. is oh. mostly portrayed in a lot of the newer comics as, like, someone with shorter hair. Mm-hmm. Um 
and like, but she looked like just like her. I, I thought it was great. Um, yeah, she was. Uh, she was really good, and I do think that she was essential because I when I was watching her like going through the club and like uh, Batman was talking to her and stuff like that, like that sort of little banter between fun. them. Yeah. It was very fun, and it, it it kind of made Batman a little bit more approachable because Batman in this movie is like, uh. Well, he's very introverted. He's very weird. He's very strange. And I could see, like... Maybe he's a virgin. Not, not oh, possible. Not for long, he uh, ain't. <laughs> I could see it possible that, you know, um, that it would just be kind of, like, hard to be in... Like, be like see a movie with this character through the entire time and it just being through his perspective of this weirdo, you know, type of emo guy. But then, like, she kind of softens him a bit. Um, and, like, the image and, like, just kind of... They're a little banter. So I thought that it was essential for her to be in that because it makes it, I don't know, warmer a bit um, and not as dark. You made it a point uh, when we were watching it um, when you find out that she is the daughter of um, Falcone. Yeah, that you're like, you know, the long Halloween. Yeah, so, well, in the long Halloween. made a lot of references to that. In the long Halloween, uh, maybe in the other comic. There's 100 years of Batman comics, guys. I've done my best. But in the long Halloween, they specifically, it's... I honestly don't even remember it in the book, but in the in the cartoon movie, it's referenced, it's hinted, it's not obvious, because like um, one line that Bruce Wayne was saying or Batman says to Catwoman, he's like, "Why are you always here? Why are you always stalking the Falcones? Why why are you so close to this case?" And then she's like, "I think he's my dad." Like I, I think because mm-hmm. I never like knew my mother or, or like you know or she mentioned him or something, and it's just like I, I think he's my father. And then at the end, spoilers if you guys haven't read or seen it. At the end, when um when Falcone dies, uh, Catwoman shows up and she takes her hood off, and then he's like Louisa, mm-hmm. and which it's like you assume it's like oh that's his wife's name, and she looks like the wife, therefore she's the daughter. It's more reference like unless they've outright stated it in the in subsequent comics. Uh, this is the first time I've seen where it's like no he she is. We're we're clarifying that she is the daughter of Falcone, um, which maybe maybe that was a creative liberty that uh, that Reeves took, as well mm-hmm. as um, his mom being an Arkham, Bruce Wayne's mm-hmm. being an, an Arkham family member. So yeah, I mean, I'm fine with either one, honestly. And I want to talk about John Turturro for a minute because yeah, let's talk about him. That motherfucker, <laughs> he's always the funny guy. You know, he's always like the funny man, and 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 he's quirky and everything. But in this, he fucking creeped me out. He made yeah, me uncomfortable in a good way. Like he made me very uncomfortable. He's just very sleazy. He never took his sunglasses off. Yeah, I like you know. That. He's like, hey, you know, like, uh, how you doing? Like, yeah, I'm really. I feel like, like if you, if you he turn was behind your, the I'm str- gonna touch you. He was the do, puppet master and doing appropriate things to you. And I'm really creepy, but I'm also, I also might kill you. Like it's just he was very fucking creepy. He was, and he was sleazy. He 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 embodied Gotham. He was sleazy and corrupt and dirty. He was the puppet master of yeah. Gotham. Yeah, yeah. Much. Everyone it's, was it's, under his paycheck. What, what I liked about all the gangsters is they were all very like old school, like maps degree to Guido, just like. <laughs> hey yo, where's the cannolis? Hey, hey yo, hey. which is like, which is like classic Batman. Yeah. Like Penguin was like that too. Yeah, yeah, he was very, yeah, yeah, he was, he was perfect. Come yeah. on, what are you showing this to me for? Come on, like yeah. a fucking Colin Farrell man. What yeah, a chat. Yeah. But yeah, John Turturro was great. My favorite. Take part, it easy, tough guy. Yeah. My, my favorite part, John Turturro when he was bowling and like he like licks it, and then he he bowls and like no one fucks with the Jesus. Remember that part? I remember him from fucking Transformers, uh, dude. I. I Remember the part? So, I, I think I don't think that was in the movie. Oh, I'm thinking of Big Lebowski. Oh, oh yeah, yes. a different, different, different thing. Did this movie though to you with all that? So there was a couple different feels. I don't know if you have ever seen Seven. 
once. Someone was saying, I, I watched a review Fincher's recently. Seven, yeah, yeah. Like, I watched a review where they said it had like a, a seven mixed with Joker vibe to it. Yeah, Do you think it had a Godfather feel to it too? Yeah, um, the com- Long Halloween definitely does more. Like literally oh. call him Falcone Godfather and he like looks like yeah. him and he says shit that he would say. But the, okay. no, to answer your question, no. no. Now I'm remembering, okay. actually, Robert Pattinson said that he was he modeled his performance after Kurt Cobain and Al Pacino from The Godfather. Like from the, I, probably part one. Um that he was kind of like modeling his performance after oh, that, okay. uh, which makes sense. But yeah, like the the whole seven comparison has been said from the I beginning. I fucking wow! I, I don't see that at all. I, I don't really see it exactly, um, but maybe like the sort of well, like the way a, the villain is. Hidden... Kevin Spacey's villains kind of compared to the Riddler a little bit. And no, no, the way... he's, he's specifically talking about how Robert Pattinson. Oh, like, okay, made compared himself. to like Kurt he's Cobain. Like, oh, like and... I was I was playing off of like a Kurt Cobain and a and a young Michael Corleone. I'm trying to fucking see that. I can't see it. Yeah, I don't know. I, I'm gonna have to watch well, it. I watched it a second time. Well, maybe the there's uh, like the, uh, with Al Pacino. There's kind of like a he's like a normal guy, but then there's like this hidden sort of you know darkness behind him. Maybe because like he's capable of murder and becoming, you know, the Godfather, and his kind of descent into embracing that darkness. Uh, no, I don't see it. I, I because no well, the, the, the thing about Godfather and, and, and like I said m- maybe I'm missing something here um, but the thing about his character in Godfather Mark Corleone is that his whole thing was he's like I don't want to be a part of this you know it's like that's my family that's not me you know and even his dad he's like I didn't want you to be a part of this like I wanted you to go to college and I wanted you to be a big shot like a senator you know I want us to be legitimate you know I didn't want you to be this but it was it's the whole like product of your environment thing that made him who he was and at the end of the day he became a mobster to save his family yeah and i feel like you don't get that in batman at all because a they're they're you know he's not a villain he's a hero and he's not just, he doesn't get where i mean sure there's that one scene where he almost kills somebody because he's like on adrenaline which was fucking cool that was awesome um, that was a sick scene <laughs> It's just in his utility belt. Yeah, like it, I was sick, but no, it's it's just they're very. It must have been something subtle that I I didn't catch because I I'm just not seeing it. So there was comparisons though to the Godfather, probably the Valcone penguin thing or something. Well, like. sure, you can say like the mob thing. It's like oh, like these mobsters, you know, like in a in a I don't know. It's you can just, wait being racist against Italians. We're all a bunch of mobsters. <laughs> is that it? I am Italian, bitch. Well. So am I. <laughs> so boo ba da be to you, motherfucker. <laughs> hey, where did it get the spaghetti? Hey, listen, get the goddamn cannolis and your spaghetti and fuck out of here. What did you guys think of the score? It's good. Yeah. It's good. I've it's... never seen the film. Was it Robert De Niro and uh... <laughs> <laughs> Edward Norton or something like and that? Up, and uh, and uh, Marlon Brando. Marlon Brando. Marlon Brando is in. He's the size of a house. And then the score. Wow. In the score. I've, yeah. not, I've not seen it. Uh, yeah. You ever seen that movie, The Score? Yeah, with uh, Edward Norton. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, we played. They played the Down Syndrome. Or yeah, something. he pretends to be mentally disabled. Can't use the word retarded because it's not PC. But uh, talking about the music it's, score. It's pretty, <laughs> Do you, Stefan, do you remember when we got in trouble for saying that? Yes, on the radio. radio. Oh, yeah, Jason, this is a total tangent. So, Stefan had a radio show at one point, and and one time we did it live, and uh, we called you retarded. Yeah, he called me retarded, and um, like this lady called. And she was fucking mad. She was pissed. She was just like, she was like, I don't like the fact that you're using that language. And she starts like crying and just being like, it's wow. offensive and this and that. And so we sent, we cucked out the next week and we apologized. But 
I would have never apologized if that happened today. Uh, well, the way that we did it. <laughs> is that recorded somewhere? Yeah, no, it was so. live. Okay, live. Yeah, right. but I, I, Unless Suki has the tape The way still. that we uh, apologized, it was like, you know, um, I, I, when, I, when I said that, I was referring to uh, uh, music. And, like, there is a retard in music. And I was saying he's very musical. And, did like, you say that? I thought I did. I thought we joked that you said oh, that. Oh, is that what happened? I think we joked. Because oh. I also joked that I was like, I would have never, we're sorry we used that language that was just absolutely retarded of me to use that language. <laughs> anyways, I know we joked about that. We had our little oh. power fantasy. But anyways, said. the music score of The Batman, what did you think oh. of? Oh, <laughs> uh, it was fine. Yeah. I really, uh, I liked the piano. Um, I liked the kind of simpleness to it. I liked that. Um, who did the score? What's his name? Uh, fucking Michael Giacchino, I think is how you say his name. He's like the Italian guy. He does all the Marvel stuff, and uh, right? I don't know what else he does. He, he also did the stuff for uh, Van Helsing. I remember that. Well, we had Danny no, Elfman. That, 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 was, you know. uh, that was Alan Silvestri. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 we yeah. Had, no, you're, uh, you're thinking of Alan Silvestri. This is, yeah, Michael Giacchino. Hans Zimmer did uh, the Dark Knight trilogy, yeah, yeah. I think. I yeah. think he also did Batman v Superman as well. Oh, wait, did Michael C- C- uh, Giugino? Uh, <laughs> Carlo Giugino? Did Carlo Giugino do uh, uh, the soundtrack for uh, Dark Knight Returns? I'm going to look this up. Or was that? No idea. Uh, no, I don't think it was because I don't no, recognize no, the name, no. but I'm going I'm to look. What did he? Oh, no, no, no. He did. Uh... Come what on. else has he done? Michael. I have no idea who this guy is. Jason. I just wanted to ask you. If no, you no, like no, 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 Jason. Do you know music? who he is? Carla Gugino. <laughs> <laughs> I can't know his name. Salud. Michael Cogino. He did Spider-Man: No Way Home. He did Up. He did okay. The Incredibles, Ratatouille. Oh, that's War right. for the Planet of the Apes, and Spider-Man: Homecoming. Okay, and, yeah, and so. that, those are just highlights. He yeah, yeah. Probably uh, okay, I remember Spider-Man. I remember he did The Incredibles. Okay, yeah, I, I liked it. Is okay. Cool. Yeah, no, it was it was good. It's you know, I've listened to it a couple times. Very different from the Dark Knight. The Dark Knight is a is a dark action movie, whereas this is a film noir action film. Um, and so the scores are different. They match the movie. Um, honestly, in terms of scores, performances, the tone of the movie, there's no complaint. It's just the stuff that okay. I like already mentioned and and yeah. Over overall, I I liked it. I saw it a second time. Um, just to kind of refine how I felt about it, and I felt the same. Did you see so. it today? No, I saw it Saturday. Oh, nice. Uh, and today, as of this recording, today's Monday, so I, I, yeah, I saw it a couple days ago. But um, yeah, by the time this is posted, it'll be at least about a little over a week since the nice. since it came out. So for those yes, of you yes, who didn't yes. want spoilers, we're sorry. Oopsie. <laughs> we didn't mean to do oopsie. that. I'd like to see it again. I, I, I yeah, I'm going to see it again too. I mean, this is probably the most anticipated movie of this year for me, and it's only March. I know it's only yeah. March. Yeah, but. I was, I was, I was like, you know, I was in, curious that it came out around springtime, but because you know, thank God it didn't come out in January. Oh, fuck you, it's January. Yeah, that would be, that'd be that would have been a bad good. sign. But like March has been um, a pretty good time for releases, actually. Like, um, gives a couple months to get all the trash out. Right? Well, uh, like March was when they released like Titanic and like Avatar. Oh. Um. So like March has like become become like kind of the secret. The secret uh, uh, release month. Um, so, yeah, I think it's like for what is it like. Oh, I know that's a little bit. Yeah, I don't know why. March, early March, I think. Yeah, it's a few months into the year. Time, it's time to start unloading the good stuff. I guess the so. The spring movies, you know? I guess so. I feel like there's nothing that really comes out yeah. I don't know, until like summer and then like Oscar season. You know, I other than Doctor Strange, I'm not really looking forward to anything else. You got Aquaman. Yeah. Uh, 
<laughs> I mean, I like the first one. Like it's 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 schlock. It's it's not a very good film, and I know that, and that's fine. I like to have fun and 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 just watch them go. Like I think Flash comes out too this year. Yeah, and I I don't I I Andrew, Ezra Miller makes me cringe. I don't like him. I, I think he's just kind of a cringe. I'm just boy. thinking of the superhero films. I really don't know. Like the big blockbuster films that are coming out. I think it's it's uh, okay. Okay, Black Adam because The Rock. You know, you can't get enough Rock. It is like a hunger. Um, but it's like it's you have that. You have in terms of decent movies, you have that Flashpoint, um, Aquaman, uh, and we already had Batman. And then there might be one other one. We have Doctor Strange. Oh yeah, that's Marvel. Um, and then of course there's probably like another Marvel film coming out. But I don't know. Like this was the only like superhero film I was looking forward to. Not to say I'm not gonna attempt to see some of the other ones yeah but it's it's uh i still have to see the suicide squad because i haven't seen it because y'all said it was good oh yeah it's good it's, yeah it's not bad it's real so, good it's, uh, a, big, it's, it's like, a big difference between the yeah uh, the one that i i gotta say uh, since since we're at the tail thing? end of our review i want to i want to kind of segue a bit and kind of talk about dc as a whole right now the, 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 specifically the movies can we talk about ed can we talk about um uh dp <laughs> we can talk about both <laughs> it's but you can't, uh, you All can't right. really do the second one without the first. So. <laughs> What's ED? Like erectile dysfunction? <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, you can't really DP. Yeah, you can't DP with the ED. Let's talk about some DC. But apparently I have ADD, so that's why I'm segueing. <laughs> so I saw Snyder Cut Justice League. Oh, yeah. And without going into that movie, because that's, that's a whole other review, uh, I did like it. I did like that they expanded upon a lot of things, including Cyborg. Um, overall... I I wish death to the Snyderverse. Oh. <laughs> to the Snyder universe. I, I, I think they fucked up too much. It's too bloated. It's too convoluted. Apparently, Flashpoint is supposed to be kind of like... Resetting everything. Resetting a lot of things. Uh, it's a great reset, if you will. Yes. But um, I... I don't know. I just I just say stop it all. I start with, start with this new Batman and segue. Because apparently they don't want Henry Cavill as Superman anymore. I thought he didn't want which to come back, but apparently they don't want him. Which is, hey man, good for you. Go go try to get your career going. Go play The Witcher, um, whatever. <laughs> but it's it's just like, I mean, fuck. I mean, uh, ben Affleck checked himself into a rehab center. Yeah. Well, Henry, and, Henry Cavill, I, I really, he's he's good. He's like a yeah, good actor. He's not a good actor. You don't he think is so? not a good. I would say Jason Momoa is a better actor than him, and he's wow. not a good actor. I don't think that. Henry Cavill I, I, is not. He's not good. Like well, I've I've seen him in a couple things where I'm like, it's not bad. But he has a thing about his act. He's not good in The Witcher. I'm sorry. No, I'm not. He's like it's just it's he's he's totally overdoing the accent, and it seems very cringe, almost like he's cosplaying. I honestly haven't even finished season two. Well, I, I I can't. Well, now he can probably take on all the roles of like Army Hammer, because like Army Hammer and him canceled for being a wannabe vampire. Well, See, why don't actually, they make him be in Twilight? He was actually supposed to be Batman in a Justice League movie. Oh, really? Army Hammer. Yeah. Oh, Army Hammer. I thought he was he six seems, foot seven, like Chad. <laughs> he seems much more like a like a Green Lantern type. But, but now he likes to, he eats people or something. So <laughs> he's a fucking. You terrible. know when you were he's talking about Ben Affleck, so, um, I guess people don't like him. There was talks. Well, I was he's actually hoping let, let that, a man uh, bite somebody. Uh, Carl sakes. Urban was hopefully going to be uh, Batman. And Wasn't that Batman just like a fan theory? That well, they he him? was up there, but I think he would have done pretty good. Stefan, I think yeah. you said that a long time ago. Like Carl Urban, when they were like, "Who's going to be the next Batman in the in the sequel to Spider Man or to Superman?" And you were like, <laughs> "Carl Urban would have been a good choice. He would have been. Yeah, he likes so. covering his face." So, uh, <laughs> Stefan, uh, any final thoughts on the Batman? On the Batman, um, I, I do. Which is saying again, you know, we've had 
a lot of dark, gritty Batman movies. And I wish I could, I mean, I w- probably would have enjoyed this movie a lot more if there was more time in between or something. I mean, it brought in some new things, like with the whole atmosphere and some of the like, psychological stuff. I really liked. But I, 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 I kind of want to return. I want to return to the sixties Batman. I want to, I want the, I want the next Batman Reject gritty modernity. Yes, I do. I I really do. I want to have, I want to have camp again, please make Batman camp again. So like Batman forever, Batman and Robin camp. A little bit. Like I was, I had this idea, just a little pitch here is to do like sort of a mature 1960s Batman where it's like Batman is of like this kind of he's a square from like the 50s coming into the 60s and like he's kind of off-putting from like the younger people and like the city he just seems like a little bit too conservative a little bit too uh uh you know uptight so then he has to have like a robin to kind of like soften his image which is kind of like the point of robin was to soften his image a bit and so like just do that with like in the 60s so like sort of a transition from 50s batman to 60s batman so it's like an origin story of the 60s batman and then have the joker be uh the antagonist but the joker is much more likable by the kids and he becomes like a Charles Manson type of like character, wow. where just the kids like love like, oh, he's just he's so anti. Warner Brothers, are you hearing this right he's now? He's just so anti Batman, you know. Like he wants to have fun, you know. Like he's just trying to do. Batman's jokes. a square. Batman's man. a square, you know. Like let's just hang out with Joker, and then that is the whole thing is just kind of like trying to is for the soul of the youth of Gotham, and so make a movie like that. Have fun. I just want. That's why we have Lego Batman. Yeah, that's why we have Lego <laughs> Batman. That's why I liked it. It was it was different. It was Batman a different movie tone. Was awesome. Yeah, it was just fucking just they, they threw out the traditional Batman personality. I loved it. Yeah, it, it, was, it was a good tone. Uh, and so, you know, I like this movie. I do. I, I hope the best for the trilogy. And like, I didn't really have many expectations going in. I just thought it would be it would look good. You know, my, you know, my, my favorite line in this movie that Riddler said, he was like, riddle me this, Batman. What is 13? But also 50. <laughs> he actually said, riddle me this. He does, I think, say that once. Uh, I thought Joker said it to him. Maybe it was for Joker. Oh, yeah. Joker. Joker's the one that said that one. Well, let's talk about Joker. Well, actually, what are you, you said? You, you already said your final thoughts on the film. Enough Joker. I know, but I lied. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was going to actually get to the villain thing, but um, uh, I was going to say on the final thoughts for me, I think this is a great movie. It's one of the best Batman films I've seen probably since The Dark Knight. It's hard to compare the two. I mean, for me, it's just like, uh, I think, uh, God, motherfucker. Why didn't you put it on fucking silent, dude? Put it on silent. Okay. No, no. Hang up the fucking phone. Hang it up on your watch. Press the red button. I'm just going to turn the fucker off. Jesus Christ, dude. <laughs> All right. We're going to erase that. We're going to go back to, uh, I don't know. I might leave that in there. No, I'm kidding. Okay. Um, start from your, the, your final thoughts. Right. Yeah. So. With the Dark Knight and uh, this one, it was it's it's kind of hard to choose which one was my favorite. I mean, because it, compared to the Dark Knight, it's a completely different film. I've always said the Dark Knight was probably the best Batman movie, but I'm kind of leaning towards this one just a little bit because it was so dark and it's like that Batman that I was reading in the comic books, like in the. This late- is more of a comic of a modern comic book Batman, yes. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that that's a that's a good thing. Um, and I. 
I want more of this. I, I want more of this take on Batman. Yeah, I um, agree. I, and it's not even, you know, I don't even want to be like, oh, it's so dark. Like, it's not even just, it's so dark. It just feels more like Batman. Yeah. Like, like the Dark Knight was, was like a more, like a realistic, dark, modern, gritty take on Batman that we have never seen before, other than the comic books. Like, because the Dark Knight Returns was its own fucking animal, the comic, when it came out. Um, but it's like the Dark Knight movies, the, the that trilogy was, it's just like, whoa, it's like, it's Batman in a modern world. Like, we've never seen it's this more before. grounded, you know, whereas with this, it's kind of returning more to that comic booky vibe. Yeah, it, it has it, but it's, it's executing it in a more mature way. Yeah. And I like that. And of course you cannot compare the dark Knight in this movie. Cause they're different. They're a different type of Batman, you know? And, 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 and one of them is very like almost an hour longer than the other one. Um, that's another thing. It's just, it's, 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 it's long. It's, it's long it didn't movie. need to be that long. Not, not to say that a three hour movie is not something I would watch. It's just, this movie didn't need to be so long, but I, I, you know, we, we talked about that already. It's like, there's a lot of things he could have cut out and, 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 and plot. I'm just glad that. he didn't have the voice in yeah. this one. Yeah. The voice was, was done. Well, it's fun. Didn't you say he came up with something different and he, it was dumb. Yeah. He had something and the director said, no, no, don't do that. Don't do that. That's dumb. Where are the other drugs going? <laughs> yeah, I don't know what he was doing. But. He kind of did his voice low like Michael Keaton did. Yeah, well, it's, it's kind of like how, how Christian Bale was playing with it in the first movie where like there's that scene with Rachel where he's just like, I don't have the luxury of friends and he's talking more down here. Yeah. And, you know, it's not like, I can get it out over the bay. Yeah, he, he was more like, oh, what's the like, oh, my God. <laughs> Yo, oh, listen, I'm, I'm Batman. the Batman. Yeah, because so in the I Dark Knight, it just got bad. <laughs> but when I really do, bad. that defines me. <laughs> It's what I do. <laughs> but hey, let's talk about the villain. Let's talk about uh, what you wanted to say about the, the ending of the film. The, the Joker. Joker. It's the Joker, baby. The Joker. Um, they didn't need to introduce him. They didn't. It was unnecessary. It I, I I feel like I, I feel like it's just it's like it's like you get like a like a happy meal. It's just like oh, they're gonna be fries with that. I can't wait for the fries. I can't wait for Joker with my Batman film. Fuck you. Get chicken nuggets. He's got so get many a villains. salad with your burger. Don't get the fries. That, that should have been a. Uh... That should have been like an after credits thing because it wasn't that. Yeah, we didn't even need oh, it God. though. Yeah, and the movie—it was so funny. Like uh, someone said that there was an after credits thing, but it was a riddle, and there was nothing. It's just—it just says goodbye. No, but then there's, there's like some a, that flashes there's a, really there's quick. A splash of a link to something. Oh, well, it's not like I can click it. Yeah. I know. <laughs> so what is it? Riddler's OnlyFans. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, only diddles. There's, <laughs> there's so many Batman villains. I just don't know why they keep going back to the Joker every single time. Because he's the most iconic. And we've. Also I know. I know. So I love the Joker, many, but still, we've had so many Jokers recently too, and just to have another one. I, I don't know. I, I don't. Oh. I don't care that much, actually. I don't. I, I don't care about a new Joker. I. I, I kind of. I don't know. Yeah, I want to take a break from from him. Like I, I yeah, just look from the character because he is a good character. But I watched the Long Halloween, and I was like, "Wow, I never, I never thought that Two Face can be so interesting." Yeah, yeah. He was such an interesting character in the comic. It's just like it's it's very much that comic has a lot of Dark Knight vibes to it. But it's like, you know, it's like yeah, you have this you have this guy who's trying to do the right thing. He's also a bit unhinged, and then his life just gets turned upside down. And he becomes a villain and becomes a, the leader at one point. And it's like, I want that. I, I want the next movie to have Two Face. And I thought that's who that was for a second, because when they showed him, it showed his face, and it, it, it looked off. Up. It looked fucked up, and the hair is kind of wacky. You know, Two Face, like one side of his hair is all wacky. It was like, is that Two Face? I'm like, no, they're not gonna introduce Two Face like that. Because no that's way. Harvey Dent too. And yeah, they, really make like, any they didn't even to mention him. him. So I was like, oh, I'm like, okay. But then he's like, <laughs> and then he said the clown thing. I'm like, oh, okay. But one thing that really disappointed me, and I was really, this is what I was hoping would be the after credit sequence, is that you'd find out that Joker and the Batman are the same universe. 
the, the movie Joker. The Joaquin Phoenix. The one. Joaquin Phoenix. I was really hoping for that because they feel so similar. Like, like they're like both, you know, it's like a, you know, dark, realistic, gritty, dark, like Gotham's disgusting. Well, Joker's like just basically Chicago, but it's, it's like New York. New, is it New York? I, I feel like it's really just like New York. Well, it, New we York. know with the accent, they shot it in New, in Chicago, right? Oh, did they? Yeah, I think oh. so. Don't quote me on that. But um, it was New, no, it was New York. New York. Uh, in New York. Because that staircase is in New York. Oh, yeah, that's right. But Dark Knight, they started in Chicago. Oh, okay. But I, yeah, I remember like when, when they showed Thomas Wayne, I was like, oh, no, it's not the other actor. All right. Doesn't tie in. It's a different in. Alfred, too. Yeah. Well, I didn't care about that because he was supposed to be a young Alfred anyways in the in the first movie. But it's just, just lost a lot yeah, of that, that That fucking uh, Ricky Gervais looking Alfred <laughs> from the Joker movie. But no, I was really hoping that they would tie them in together and there would be like a whole thing. Because I, I remember we talked about this in the Joker review where it was like. Bruce Wayne's parents being killed essentially by an anarchist who looks like a clown is going to make the relationship between Batman and Joker so much more volatile and so much that there's going to be so much more stakes to it because at that point Batman would want to kill him because like you're the reason your your vibe your whole personality is the reason my parents are dead I should kill you for everything that you stand for but I won't because mm-hmm. I'm Batman and I was really hoping for that I was really hoping they would include that, and, and that that would be our own little cinematic universe. That, that that's it. That's all. But they didn't, and I was really upset. And because it's like, why even show? And, and here's the reason: like, why show Bruce Wayne's parents getting killed at the end of Joker if you're not going to do something with it? To make it more feel like it's a Batman. Sort it was, of? Yeah, I was, I was going to say, was that a producer idea? Like, it's got to be a Batman reference, Marcus Zorro. But the thing is, I don't want to touch too much on Joker because we already did that. But it just. If they didn't put the word Joker on it, I just would have thought it's a movie about a guy who's mentally deranged or who's they just could have got just called issues. it like the Clown Prince of Crime or something. But like, I mean, you know, it's 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 like what Todd Phillips was saying to Joaquin Phoenix. It's just kind of like, hey, do you want to you want to make a movie in this Batman universe? You're like, we're gonna call it Joker, but let's make a movie and we'll just we'll change a couple things here and make it a DC film because it, it it feels you know it doesn't when you're watching it it does it feels like you're watching more like Taxi Driver King of Comedy it doesn't yeah. feel like you're watching a, a Batman film. Other than the names, the references, and the, and yeah, all that and stuff. the references. Um, Another similarity is that they're both incels. Joker was not a fucking incel. Yeah, he was. No, he wasn't. Yeah, he was. Fuck you. <laughs> he was much more of an incel than Batman. Batman. Oh at least my had god, like, this is an argument for another day. <laughs> no, this is not. Everyone this was saying that like he was an incel. It's like no, he didn't hate women. He didn't like that's that's the whole thing about like incels. Like oh, he like killed they, his mother. They hate good. <laughs> no, but it's like if you could though, if you could honestly change. The he hates women so much they kill their own mother. <laughs> if you could pick the next villain for the film, let's say it's not Joker. Maybe they just bring him. It's building up until like the third movie or something. Because you said this is gonna be hopefully a trilogy, right? Yeah. Well, I think I think that's what they're planning. A trilogy. Um, who would you want to see as the next villain? I'm actually thinking. For me, it crazy would be quilt. Cool. Crazy quilt. <laughs> what about the condiment king? Condiment king. <laughs> <laughs> I'm hoping it's probably Two Face. I was gonna say I want Two Face. I, I wanted to. Ah, oh, fuck! It's a fly. Ah, it's a bug. Get out of here. Um, I'm hoping that <laughs> scram. Um, I'm hoping that it will be like Two Face or something. Like, I, I want them to bring in Two Face, and I want them to bring back Colin Farrell's Penguin because just he was so awesome. I loved it so much. Like especially watching the movie again. Like every time like he showed up, I was like, "Hey, it's Colin Farrell." Or maybe Scarecrow would be kind of Scarecrow. Like, yeah, like just kind of like to see a Mister Freeze done right live action. Oh yeah, we yeah. haven't had one of those in a while. Yeah, maybe like the animated series version. Yeah, something like that. Like, like, I would like to see it's a, a Freeze coming. Yeah, <laughs> we don't want anything like that. Yeah, yeah you know, I'm still here. Screw your freeze. Yeah. 
So. Man, but anyways, yeah, I, I'm going to go see this movie again, I think, probably in the next few days or something like that. But if I the, can't wait to see more. If Matt was, Reeves is killing it. If there was one thing that, that like Riddler, you know, really kind of hit home was that, I mean, we do live in a society. Shut the yeah. fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we live in a society. Yeah, it's I don't know. I was I was I yeah I I I didn't like Riddler. I the more I think about it, the more I did not like him. Uh, as as the character that is the Riddler, it it, it didn't work, and it sucks because it's uh, I love Paul Dano, um, but oh yeah, I, how'd you how'd you feel about his like kind of like his whining, like the way he would whine and cry. I like liked at the very it. end of the movie when he was in the well, cell? No, just like I remember he's like, ah, I had everything planned out. And I remember like watching it again. I was like, oh, that's kind of annoying. You're really not as smart as I thought you that's were. That's kind of cringy. I, I, I liked it. I know a lot of people, they don't like like yelling acting. Uh, but I liked it. I don't know. I don't mind. He was it. having a tantrum or something like yeah, that. Yeah, but, but it's it's which which is kind of Riddler. Riddler does have like those kind of like outbursts. That, that's a Riddler thing. But. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how I felt about that that portion of it. And I know that's just one aspect of the acting choice, and that doesn't discredit the enti- his entire performance. But I don't know how I felt about it. I was cool with it the first time, but then I saw it again. I'm like, that's kind of annoying and kind of cringe, and seems like he's trying too hard. But I don't know. I don't know. It was not that bad. It, it wasn't. It wasn't. It, it didn't take me out of the movie or nothing. But um, I look forward to see what they're gonna do next. I hope yeah. that Pattinson works out for the role this time. Or, just gonna, or at least he's going to grow, up and take grow some into a different character nah, in the next nah, movie. Nah. I want him to be thinner. I want him to be leaner. I want him to be hungry. I want him to be hungry. We, why don't we just get Christian Bale and the Machinist yeah, to play I Batman? I want that to be Batman. <laughs> I want him to be Flatman. Flat sure, make sure he doesn't get any sleep either. I want yeah. him to just, uh, he only flies through the air because he's so light. He's just like a feather. You know, uh, that movie, Machinist, sucks. It's not that great. It's not really? a good movie. I've not seen it. No, it's not a good movie. I, I won't go into plot, but it's it's not very good. Like I remember watching it, and it's honestly it's the same movie as this, as Insomnia. It's almost the same film, but, where it's like the character did something that brought them guilt, and then they can't sleep, and then at the end of the movie they sleep. <laughs> but doesn't he lose a lot of weight? Didn't, yeah. Didn't Christian Bale lose a lot of weight? Yeah, he did. He almost died. See, that's that great. Great movie. <laughs> <laughs> he lost weight, guys. Give him, give him a. How him... much weight should I lose? I'm gonna kick your fucking ass. <laughs> How much weight can I gain for this round? <laughs> well, <is> um, <laughs> I want to say thanks for joining us on this one, Stefan. Again, um, we are going to be doing pleasure. another. Yeah, yeah. Thanks. It was a pleasure. We are going to be doing another collab with you, uh, maybe in the next episode or after that for Watchmen. Crotchman. Crotchman. Right. Crotchman. That I was a, that was our our high school idea of a parody. <laughs> Crotchman. Parody Crotchman. Which is funny because it sounds like a porno <laughs> made by high school kids. Hey, yeah. you know. <laughs> Besides the crotch, that's gonna be a that's gonna be a fun one. Yeah, yeah, do yeah my let's research. do it. I've, I've been I've been I've been aching. I've been ache, I've been quaking for it. I was gonna aching say I, crotch? I think I yeah. think we quaking. should have we should have a Watchmen day before we record this where we watch the three and a half hour cut. We yeah. watch Under the Hood, and not uh, the TV series. No, not no, not the TV show. God no. Um, but the Under the Hood documentary, the the the, the fake documentary that they made. Okay, yeah, I've um, never seen it. It's based off totally the book. Dumb. You haven't seen it? No. Oh, it's good. It's, it's based off of the book within the book, the the Under the Hood that Hollis Mason wrote. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and it's basically just a documentary version of it, and it's 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 a mockumentary. So they're interviewing the actors playing the characters. Okay, but it's 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 good. 
Nice. Um, so I, I feel like we should do that. We should just like dedicate like five hours to just that. Oh, and yeah, and of course, Tales of Black Freighters woven into the yeah. ultimate cut. Crotchman. So, Crotchman. Anthony, where could listeners find us? We are on Spotify and our host for Spotify where we're getting our RSS feed is SoundCloud. So if you're a weirdo and you still use SoundCloud, we're on SoundCloud, but we're also on Spotify for those of you who are more updated with the times. Spawn. Where can we find you? Uh, you can find me on the FBI watch list. Uh, <laughs> you can find me on the no-fly list. Uh, yeah. Listen, you're a local hero. <laughs> you're a legend. And, uh, and we're happy to have you. Yes, thank yeah. you. Um, and that's about it right now. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, guys, thank you again for listening to the Geek Mosh Pit podcast. Uh, make sure, like Anthony said, to listen to us on SoundCloud and Spotify. Uh, we'll be coming up with a new episode soon. Probably Watchmen, Crotchman. Yeah, maybe, yeah, I maybe, or... maybe we maybe we'll do a the a, a thing. Maybe we'll do something between that. Maybe we'll surprise them with something different. Because I I don't know. We have to discuss this off mic of whether or not we want to do Watchmen next, or we want to do something else, or do we want to just jerk off, or I don't know. <laughs> so um, yeah, we'll we'll, we'll decide that we'll soon. Figure it out. We'll have a big circle jerk and exactly. think about it. Mm-hmm. So once again, my name is Jason. And I'm Anthony. And uh, thanks for listening, guys. And we will see you on the next episode. Bye.